Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Victor Fernandez of Fit Family Foundations, and I'm here to say the foundation of your family's health begins with you. Hello and welcome once again to the Fit Family Foundations podcast. I am your host, Victor Fernandez. Thank you for joining me as you do each and every week. I truly appreciate it. And to show my appreciation, I have an incredible guest with an equally incredible story to share with you today that I know will resonate with so many of you, if not all of you out there. I know I want to learn more about it. And I've had the opportunity to speak with him off and on over the past few months. And I also know that what he's going to share with you, if you're on your own health and fitness journey or about to start one, it's truly going to inspire you as well. So if you haven't done so already, I need you to do me a solid. And that's to subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review. You know how I like those. And of course, to share this show with anyone and everyone you cross paths with in life. Because if nothing else, you need to hear this man's story. It's it's an incredible story. And, and speaking of that story, my next guest once weighed 620 pounds. Let that number sink in for a moment, folks. You know, but through weight loss surgery two years ago and a relentless work ethic and passion to create the best version of himself, he's already dropped an astounding 260 pounds and counting, of course, the journey's not over, that's for sure. We're going to hear more about that here in just a moment. And now he's also turned his personal health and fitness journey into a passion to help others as a certified life coach, wellness coach, and personal trainer. And that's not all. He's currently working toward adding nutrition coach and health coach to his resume, as well as entrepreneur and business owner like yours truly with a health and wellness business launching here soon. Oh, and if you happen to be a video gamer, I'm not, but I know many of you are, he's a video game streamer too. So we'll talk about that as well. I know plenty of people who want to hear about that. So please welcome to the show, Aubrey Taylor. Aubrey, thanks for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, it's so when, when we first, we were connected by a mutual friend of ours. He mm -hmm. shared with me a little bit, just a snippet of your story and just that snippet alone you know, inspired me to want to learn more. And then we got right. to you know, exchanging messages back and forth every now and again these past few months. And I know we've been talking about getting you on the show because people need to hear your story. We're finally making it happen today. First question I have for you, because for a lot of people, they may not, they don't have firsthand knowledge of what this feels like. Paint the picture for me. What was life like at 620 pounds? Um, pretty much like a, a, a daily struggle, like a lot of the, the things that we would think is just everyday things that we don't think about that we do were a challenge for me as, as far as like putting on socks and putting on shoes, um, just getting winded by walking short distances and just everyday normal things at 620 pounds weren't so normal. They were, they were challenges and they were struggles. Do you ever stop? Did you stop and think at any point in time during that period in your life? Like you said, those are things tying our shoes, walking a short distance, simple everyday activities that we do that a lot of us take for granted, really. How much did your perspective change when those things that at one point in time in your life came so simple to do 
suddenly weren't so simple anymore. Yeah, um, it was weird because growing up in high school, I was always always bigger, but I was active in the sports. Mm-hmm. So I never really paid attention to it. But after high school, I stopped playing sports and different things happened in life. And um, about six years ago, within the three month time span, I I lost my mother and my grandmother who raised me within three months time. My mom to cancer and then my grandmother, who was her mother to heart disease. <clears throat> so in the process of them being ill and taking care of them, uh, I was pretty, pretty dark place and turned to food and just I honestly had had given up on life at a, at a point, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, one day, well, before they passed, I had gotten to the surgery program and they were excited because my health was something they always talked to me about and wanted to see me take care of myself. And uh, before they passed, we had talked about it. And then they passed. I actually dropped out of the program, dealing with all that. And then one day my switch just clicked. And I was like, I really got to save my life right now. We talk, we've talked about it in the, from the perspective of the physical challenges that you faced. But we all know physical fitness. And I know you know this as well as anyone. Physical fitness is so much more mental and emotional as it is physical so what was it like like you mentioned usually there's something that triggers it in people and for you you lost two very very important people in your life if not the two most important people in your life so what was it like from a mental and emotional perspective when you were because you were dealing with so much and it was impacting you in so many different ways yeah um well for me i i had to tell myself when i lost them i what i actually went deeper into depression than i already was but then i really had to sit down with myself and i had to be real with myself and i had to tell myself like you said those are two most important people i had in my life and i would have did anything for them i would have died for them and when i said that i said well when they were here i would have died for them without any question so why won't i choose to live for them and that's what i decided to do Talk about, was there a moment in time, like you mentioned, the, the switch flipped in essence. Was there a moment in time? Because I know where it was for me. He's actually just a few feet away behind that door over my right shoulder. The moment he was born, mm-hmm. that's when the switch flipped for me. Was there a moment in time that you remember vividly where it was just, it has to be right now or it won't be at all? I do. And it was... It just recently passed. It was in earlier in this month, a video clip popped back up in my feed. And it was actually a video of it was around five o'clock in the morning. It was at the actual moment that I was going to end my life. And I was in the vehicle and I was just driving and I was either going to just run into a tree, a pole or off of a bridge and then. Some something just came to me. It was like, nah, you you're here. You're meant for a whole lot more. You just you have to be here, and you have a job to do. So and that's what I did. What was the first step then? At that point, you've come to that realization, an epiphany, if you will. What was the first step? Because you knew. I mean, for any of us, whether you're trying to lose ten pounds, thirty pounds, fifty, a hundred, or even or just hundreds of pounds. It's a long process. It's a yeah. long journey. So what, but we can't take that journey without taking that first step. 
So right. what was the first step for you? Well, the first step for me was to be real myself and to be honest that I was in a bad position and a major change had to start. But like you said, it starts with one step. And my first thing was I set a goal to the average person would sound like nothing. But at 620 pounds, I made a goal. I downloaded a uh, step up app. And I said, I'm going to do, I'm going to take at least 1,000 steps every day because I wasn't really active at all. I was in my bedroom and I'd go to the bathroom or the kitchen and that was pretty much all my day. So I said, I'm going to start walking and do at least 1,000 steps every day and I'm going to drink a gallon of water every day. That was my bare minimum to get me started. As As you're talking, I'm thinking about my own personal journey, which I mean, we're it's still going as far it'll go until the day I die. And I know for me, the real turning point was when I started to discover that the goals I had in mind for myself were just merely the vehicle to get me to something bigger, to what we're doing right now, to what this, you know, right here, this brand represents. And I know you understand how that, how that is as well, as well as I do, certainly. So was there a point in time when you realized that, yes, I have to lose a lot of weight, but it's not about the weight. The journey is about something completely different. Yeah. Um, well, for me, even now, I, I say it's the weight. The weight is a, a major thing, but this journey and this vision I have for myself is more so, I believe, of coming back from that dark place I was at. I feel like my purpose and, and what I'm here for is to show others in the world that no matter how far down you may be or think you are that you can't come back from, I'm here to show people that it is possible and it can be done. All you have to do is just believe and put in the work. What has it taken to lose? I mean, it's an astounding number, 260 pounds. There aren't a whole lot of people in this world who have yeah. lost that amount of weight at any given time and kept it off. That's even the bigger, the yeah. bigger key is keeping it off. I know people that have lost triple digits, 100, 110, 120, but have gained it back. You know, so, I mean, just keeping it off. But in the beginning, it was drink a gallon of water and walk a thousand steps. Right. Where is that process now, 260 pounds and counting later? Oh, now... 260 pounds later, my daily step goal is now 10,000 a day. So um, this last week, I had a couple of days where I've actually, I actually broke 20,000 steps a couple of different days. And I was sitting talking to my wife. I was like, I did 20,000 steps a day. I was like, that's 20 days worth of my goal when I was 620 pounds, which is crazy. Almost a month worth of a goal in one day, you know? So, and then I starting off, it can we can try to do a whole lot at the very beginning and that's where we i believe fail so i started making like little substitutions and just different alternatives um i started i got a foreman grill i got an air fryer you know this little different type of substitution to make it a little easier i started eating more veggies and less starches just small steps equal up to big gains it doesn't have to all be done overnight or in one day because you don't get to where I was at in one day or overnight. So you're not going to come back from it in one day or overnight either. Well, first thing first, two thumbs up to the air fryer and the foreman. 
because I love both of mine. And I think I've had three or four George Foreman grills in my time. And yeah. so I, I love those things. There's one sit, there's two, one is what a Foreman and a, and a air fryer sitting on my counter, just around my, the corner from where I'm sitting. And, I actually just bought the Ninja Foodie six and one last weekend. I love oh, it. Man, I, I, now I'm jealous. <laughs> I love it. You're going to have to it. let me know how, how good it is. Cause I may have to go out and purchase one myself. Oh yeah. It's worth it. Oh, I'm sure it is. And and that's the thing. It's, I, I don't think people realize, and, and I, and I, I challenge myself every day to keep telling people the importance of a simplistic approach. So many people think complicated and hard. Let's face it. I mean, it's hard work, certainly. Even walking the thousand steps and drinking a gallon of water a day in the beginning, I know was hard. But it was simple steps that you could take if you put your mind to it. And that, that, that goes for anyone. You know, to just, you know, I'll give you an example. I'm doing 75 hard right now. And when I share that with people, they give me this look like, like I'm climbing a mountain, like I'm climbing, you know, climbing Mount St. Helens or something. When in fact, the individual tasks themselves aren't all that difficult. It's doing these simple tasks, paying attention to detail, and being consistent and intentional with everything we do each and every day. The only difference is there's a list of things we have to do right there in front of us. So we just follow the list, but it forces us to be intentional, forces us to be consistent. And then you, you touched on that earlier about trying to do too much all at once. And that's why people quit because they can't keep it up, can't maintain that pace. They get frustrated, they quit. So talk about that for you, where the importance of just paying attention to the smallest of details, being consistent with those details, and not trying to get so far ahead of yourself, knowing you have a big goal in mind. How did you just stay focused on those little details and take it step by step, day by day? Because um, in the past, I had I had lost weight in the past all my life. I had times where I would try to South Beach diet and try different things. And I would lose a good amount of weight. And then I'd get off track. I'd start by saying, oh, I could take one cheat day. Then one cheat day turned into two cheat days. And Two cheat days turned into, oh, well, I'm right back to my old habits. But I just told myself, I just, I look at it like like it's a war. And every day is a battle. If I win enough battles, eventually at the end, I'll be victorious in the war. Is there a number in mind that, that you're aiming for? You've already gotten 260 out of the way, which leaves you at about, if I'm doing the math correctly, about 360. Is that right? Right about now? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Is there a number in mind that's the it's the it's the ultimate goal? It's the finish line. Yeah, the ultimate goal that I set when I first had the surgery, and the surgeons kind of looked at me like, uh, "You sure?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm sure." I my ultimate goal is two fifty, so you know, about one ten away from that, and you know, down the road will come with the the whole um, skin removal thing because with that much weight loss there's going to be excess skin that's left behind. Mm -hmm. So, but 250, 250 is, is the ultimate goal that I'm, I'm pushing for. How do you deal with the, the, the inevitable ups and downs? You know, some days we're, you know, we're spot on and we're motivated and we're ready to go and nothing's going to stop us. And then there's other days where it's just like, you don't want to do it. 
I mean, we all feel that way. How do you deal with the inevitable ebbs and flows that are going to be a part of this journey along the way? Um, a lot of those days that I have, because of course, not every day is going to be uh, a sunny, peachy day. <laughs> but um, I always keep pictures of when I was like around six twenty, and I'll look at those pictures and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get up and I'm, I'm going to continue to fight and continue going. I think about how far sometimes I get stuck on how far I still have to go to get to ultimately where I want to get. But then I'm like, you know what? But look how far I've come so far. So, you know, I try to focus on, on how far I've come and not how far I have to go. And I look at those old pictures or old videos or just different little things. Like when I used to go to a restaurant and, They'd ask me that I want a booth or a table. I'd always would automatically say a table because I wasn't going to fit in a booth. But now it's not even, I tell them it doesn't matter. Booth or a table, either one's fine with me. Hey man, and, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you made, you made that point. The very last point there for a lot of people, the goals are tied to the number on the scale or the number tied to the body fat percentage, or even BMI, which I think is an antiquated model. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. <laughs> but for so many people, and, and every one of my clients is always, it's a different story, but it all ties the same. There's always something that a lot of us wouldn't even consider that becomes important. I had one client who came in one day and I slipped on a, a black patch of ice and I didn't fall. His challenge was his balance. He had lower mm -hmm. leg extremities, lower leg challenges that really messed with his balance. And for him to not fall, to be able to stabilize himself after slipping on the ice, that's a pretty big deal. For you, as simple as getting into a booth, you know, or maybe slip. For some people, it might be, for a client of mine, it, it was a dress that she couldn't fit into or it was too tight. You know, whatever it may be, how important is it for you to set those, I don't want to call them different kind of goals, but those unique goals that don't necessarily have a number attached to them, but are really tangible. You can see. Right. Those, uh, well, what we like to call them, the the NSV, the non-scale, you know, victories. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one of the major ones for me, I remember uh, me and my wife started dating. She had like a regular sedan car. And I remember when I was 620 going to a car dealership, and going to get in the driver's seat of a car, and due to my size and how the steering wheel was positioned, I couldn't even get into the car. And still having that fear after losing weight, even before my surgery, before my surgery, I lost like 124 pounds leading up to the surgery. And I remember she like, just drive the car, and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to fit, because it's always still that mental thing, even after the weight loss, you still at times see yourself as your larger self, and I got in with no problems. I could put the seatbelt on with no problems. And for most people, getting in a regular car and putting the seatbelt on is just an everyday thing. But for somebody who was 620 pounds, getting in a regular sedan car and being able to easily put on the seatbelt and be comfortable is things like that for me are amazing. Those are my, my favorite. The scale, the scale is cool. But those NSVs, those non-scale victories are by far my favorite ones. Oh, you and me both. Every time I hear something new from a client, you know, talking about something an article of clothing that that didn't fit and now does what, whatever it may be or just being able to get on the floor with their grandkids and be able to get back up without yep. knees popping and ankles locking and and hips aching and all that 
I mean, those are huge for me. And it, it, it makes me think back to just how I felt when I was able to do things. I used to play ice hockey and to play one period of hockey when I was at my heaviest at just shy of 250, I was winded. You would have thought I played for like six hours. I was done. By the time I was at my at my fittest, I was playing two games in a row and had, had energy for more. You don't stop and think about that till one day you're like, damn, I did that. Yep. That's a huge deal. It has nothing to do with what the scale says. It has At nothing all. to do with any numbers. It's how we feel. And that's that that's invaluable. That's that's such a great way to you know really evaluate the type of progress and success that you've made and you're enjoying. So let's go to the flip side. You know, now it's now you're you're paying it forward, so to speak. Now with becoming a life coach wellness coach, personal trainer. I follow you on, on Facebook and all, and everything you have to share. Very uplifting, very personal, you know, very inspiring. So talk about, and, and I know how it was for me. One day I'm thinking, well, why not? You know, if I can do this, why not this? What was it like for you when you finally reached that point where you're like, all right, I've reached here, but there's more. And this is what more looks like. Yeah, well, when I was going into my journey, I was like, okay, it's cool. I've seen people have the surgery and lose a certain amount of weight and they feel better in their life. I'm like, but at the same time, I remember being 6'20 and I I never seen really like a personal trainer or anybody who could relate and say I was once in your shoes. Every time I would go to the gym or reach out to a trainer, it was pretty much somebody who was pretty much fit their entire life so they would say things like okay we're gonna do this exercise where you're gonna get down on the ground I'm like I can't really it's not that easy for me just to get down on the ground I'm like, oh you can do it I'm like but you've never been 600 pounds so you really don't understand so I was like you know what I want to do more I want to be able to be there for people to be able to say hey I understand I can relate I know what you're going through I got you yeah, I mean that's huge and it, it you can't you can't see it the, the wheels in my head are spinning maybe there's steam coming out my ears or something but uh that's visible but uh it's it it really makes me think back you know to what you know where my life changed it's directly connected to and for, for i'm sure it's the same for you as well directly connected to when we started our health and fitness journey because we realized one day that we want more out of life and back then we simply weren't confident enough in ourselves to want to go after it. You know, we, we thought we were destined to be heavy or destined to be in a job we didn't like or destined to just simply be unhappy with who we are as, as human beings, as men, as fathers, as husbands. You know, so I can certainly relate to your path. So now that you've come this far, do you ever stop and think, man, what would have happened if I didn't change this or do that? What path would I be on right now? Yeah, um, I don't think we'd be sitting here talking right now if I didn't if I didn't take take those uh those changes that needed to be made. I I honestly don't believe that I would still be here. You know, so it's and, and to be honest, I can say the same. You know, it wouldn't even be on, you wouldn't be on my show, which I'm glad to have you on my show. 
but there wouldn't be a show because I wouldn't be a health and fitness coach. I wouldn't be helping people just like you wouldn't be helping people. You know, it's, it's amazing. I try to impress that upon people so much that, you know, yes, the goal is to lose weight, gain muscle, feel physically healthy. We all say that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But I think we've discussed, I think you and I, especially, and so many of us out there have discovered that those are merely the vehicles to get, to get us to where we truly want to be. Because now we have bigger goals in mind and impact so many aspects of our life. And now you're just moving forward. You're adding, again, like I said in the intro, adding even more impressive titles to your resume. Nutrition coach, health coach, opening your own business. Talk a little bit about that, just the changes you have undergone and what lies ahead with your business. Because I know people are going to want to learn more about that as well. Yeah, well, it's going it's to be fourth quarter pressure. Uh, health and wellness and fourth quarter pressure is pretty much when I started this journey, like I said, I played sports and when I played football every fourth quarter, we had to put the fours up and it was kind of like that signal like, Hey, this is it. Do you got to lay it all on the line right now? Don't hold anything back. You got to give it everything that you've got left in you. So I try to approach everything in life now with that fourth quarter pressure mentality. <clears throat> and I, I became the life coach and the wellness coach because, as we all know, like you said, the physical aspect is amazing. But really, it all starts with the mental. And you can be physically fit and still not mentally be fit and not be happy. So you have to I, you really have to heal your mental before you can even start that physical journey. And that's what I had to do. I had to make sure mentally I was ready. Like the first time I was into the program, mentally I wasn't ready. And I stopped going to the meetings and different programs that you had to complete. And then when I came back around, my mental was finally ready. The switch had been flipped. And I really mentally was prepared to take that journey and to change my life and take my life back. So that's another aspect with it's more of the mental health. The physical health is definitely going to be a major part of my business. But really just like the mental wellness and the mental health is going to be the major aspect that I try to focus on. Do we have do we have a a launch date yet for the business or we don't have a date yet, but um I will say within the next six months, I should have everything situated with like my LLC and my business license and all the business insurance and all that stuff. Well, folks back in the if you guys don't know who listening out there, Aubrey resides back in my old stomping grounds, back in the four four three, the four one oh. You know, the eastern shore of Maryland and Delaware, that area there, which I spent, you know, three and a half years or so, almost four years before moving here to North Carolina. Still know a lot of people, have a lot of friends and and acquaintances back there and and people who I know will need your help once that business launches. You know, so so if you're listening to the show and I know you are, you, you got to hit my man up because he, you know, it's one thing, and he, and he made a great point earlier. It's one. There's plenty of health and fitness coaches you can choose from. And I'm not bashing anybody. I'm not putting anybody down. But especially when you're dealing with the population base that we're dealing with, people like us, older adults who, you know, who let ourselves go, be it mentally, emotionally, physically, all of the above, and are now trying to find our way back. 
trying to find something better for ourselves, create that grade A version of ourselves that we've been wanting forever, but didn't have the confidence or really the knowledge to make happen as well. And it takes somebody who's been in Aubrey's shoes. It's been, it takes somebody who's been in my shoes, who's felt the way so many of you out there feel to really understand what it takes. You mentioned it. Yes, a trainer can tell you, hey, get on the floor and do push-ups or do crunches, but at 620 pounds, that's not easy to do. And unless you have been in your in those shoes, you really don't know. So what for you, what's the message for all everybody out there, be it the 443, the 410, or beyond? What's the message you want to send out to people? The, the lesson that if nothing else, they need to take away from the journey they've just listened to of yours. One of the is very I'm like you said, simplicity. I like simple things. And something that I, I always tell people, I, there's one thing I say, I say, make sure you're doing something every day that the future you will look back on, smile and be proud of. Whether it's going to the gym or is drinking more water or if it's picking up a new book or signing up for a new course. But one of the most important things, because a lot of times we overthink things, I tell people all the time, you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to get started to be great. That's that's profound, man. It's simple, but it it, it packs a punch. It's it's definitely an, an incredible message. Uh, now for you, we know. I mean, six months from now, we're going to come back and we're going to see you know that business launched and Aubrey's going to be doing doing great and making an impact on people's lives and continuing to make an impact on his. We're going to see him hit two fifty, folks. I don't care what his doctors or anybody else says. He's going to hit that 250 mark. You know it's going to happen. He's too yeah. proud. He's too hardworking. He's too confident in himself, too passionate not to get to that point, to come as far as he's come and not get to that point. So a year from now, five years, maybe even 10 years, where is Aubrey Taylor? What's he doing? How big has he become in the business world, in the health and fitness world, in life? Yeah. Definitely five to ten. I I plan on being traveling the world, spreading this message to everybody that 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 needs to hear it, and mainly the youth and possibly parents because I believe you know growing up, my grandmother loved me, but one of her ways of showing love was through like southern cooking, and you know I think I love that some southern cooking now. I I know it. I know it. <laughs> I, I feel like the the younger, the younger that that it is understood that health really is wealth will be better just for the world altogether. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Now I want to get to before we wrap things up. I I teased it in the beginning about your your video game streaming prowess, but before we get into that fun stuff, because that'll be the fun stuff we can talk about too. I have a, a real impactful question i guess for lack of a better term what what would mom what would your mother and your grandmother say right now they're looking down on you so they, they're seeing everything you're doing and i yeah. know they're proud what would they be saying to you right now based on what they've seen and then how far you've come it would they would probably they'd probably tell me We've always told you how great you were, and now it's time for you to show the rest of the world. Yep, I could see that. 
You know, I know they're looking down on you and they're and they're mighty proud. How could they not be? Thank you. How could they not be? Let's talk video game streaming. Now, you'll, you'll have to forgive me. The video game streamer is sitting in the other room. He's 12. That's not me. I couldn't tell you the last time I played a video game. It's been <laughs> ages. And if you handed me a controller right now, I wouldn't know one button from another. You know, so what I guess, what kind of games are you into? What got you into video game streaming? And is that your sort of your outlet? It. It is. I mean, outside of the gym, well, at at 620 pounds, after actually after I lost my mother, and my grandmother, I hadn't played video games since I was young. And I was like, I need to do something to take my mind off of just always thinking about just recently losing them and always just going to that dark place. And like, I got to do something. So I purchased the Xbox. I got online. I've met some great guys who are like brothers to me now. We still talk. We still play the game six years later and it honestly helped bring me out of that dark place it helped occupy my mind and, and take it off of negative stuff and put it on to something else where i didn't i wasn't thinking about all the at that time bad things that i was experiencing in life and it is an outlet for me um outside of the gym the gym is probably my main outlet but at 620 pounds the gym wasn't even an option for an outlet for me i wasn't thinking about the gym at all so it's a stress reliever. It's a, I mean, it's a hobby. It's a stress reliever, but it's definitely an outlet. It's definitely an outlet. Are you an old school? And I'm I'm asking this as if I know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> you know, this is coming from an absolute newbie by in every every sense of the term. Old school gamer, you know, those old school games back in the day, or do you like these new, more you know, highfalutin <laughs> games? I like I like to call them. I I like to mix it up. I like to consider myself a variety streamer. I I play more so like the newer games, but some days you might come on my stream and I, I might be playing Tetris. I might be, you know, I might be playing Monopoly. Uh, I might be playing a game called Golf with Friends, like a, a miniature putt-putt virtual now, golf. Now you're talking my language now. Yeah. Tetris, <laughs> Monopoly, even even some online golf. I, I could be okay with that. Yep, yep. Uh, they even have uh, my wife and I, we play... Uh, we play Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy against each other on there. <laughs> it's just all you got. They have Uno on there. It's all types of games that you can that don't take a lot of the mechanics like Uno and stuff like in Monopoly. Those are games that everybody can enjoy. So, and it's it's going it's going well. I enjoy it. Um, my gaming channel I have on Facebook. I have a little over a thousand followers now, so it's going pretty well. Well, at the end, we'll we'll talk about where they can find you. So I want you to to plug your your stream your your streaming page as well. And off the air, I'll have to connect you with a good friend of mine who's a, a gym owner, but also a avid avid video game streamer who has his own YouTube channel. You know, okay. that quite a few people follow. So I, I'll have to get you connected with him because he's he's real deep into this Gandom and all this other stuff that you know, way just way over my bald head. Yes, I don't have a clue, but I just nod accordingly when he talks about it as if I as if I know what he's talking about. And I, and I don't you know <laughs> what's your favorite game. What's that game you always turn to? Is it a game your friends play time? and um, time again? The, the main game now that I play and stream is called Apex Legends. It's a, a first person shooter game. It's very futuristic. It's, it's it can be complicated, 
but it's it's fun. It's it's high pace. It's high intensity. It's it's fun. Well, that's and do you feel like that would be a good way? And and I say this because the a friend of mine, uh, Josh Riggs, I'm, and he may be listening. Hopefully, he is because I know he's a follower of mine. Uh, he uses that to help spread the message of health and fitness as well. It's just another vehicle, another avenue, another platform, if you will. Is that something you 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 consciously think about that, hey, there's there's a way to kind of blend these two rather, you know, dynamically different worlds together? Yeah. And because it's weird, because when you hear video games, you really think about that being a problem with the youth with gaining weight because you're sitting in front of a screen for all these hours. But there are different things you can implement. There are different uh, like the VR games where you actually have to get up and be active or like. Um, at one point I had a Nintendo Wii, like the Wii bowling. And mm -hmm. those are games that you have to actually get up and move around and be active. So um, those are other games I'm looking into getting a VR and doing more of like the streaming games where I'm up and doing, they have boxing games where you have to actually box and block and throw punches, which I seen a guy the other day and like, he was like drenched in sweat. Like he was really getting, <laughs> so, but I always try to speak on it. And I've seen different streamers um, do things like if they're playing a certain game. They'll have a challenge. Like if I don't complete this goal, I have to do 20 push-ups or 20 sit-ups. Like it's different ways you can implement health and fitness in it and, and make it fun and get the message out there as well. I like that. I might have to, I may, I may have to implement that with my son. I like that idea. I'm gonna keep that. I'm going to file that in the back of my mind. Let that marinate back there a little bit. You know, yeah. so see, I mean, I, I I learn just as much as all of you out there learn from the, the special guests that come on my show and, you know, listening to Aubrey here, absolutely no different at all. You know, it, this has been an absolute pleasure. It's been, like I said, I'm still wrapping my mind around, you know, 620 and 260 and all those numbers that we talked about, but also just the journey that you've been on and all the different milestones and stepping stones along the way this has been great and i know people that maybe you know hopefully more and more people are listening to the show if you're not what are you waiting for go ahead and subscribe like five star reviews you know share it with anyone and everyone but so they can if they want to connect with you and i know they do and i know they will where can they find you on social media your gamer tag all that fun stuff like that okay well as far as facebook they can find me um Aubrey Taylor, A-U-B-R-E-Y, last name, the common spelling Taylor. Um, as far as my video game streaming, also here on Facebook, it's uh, Capo Vision TV. You can find me here. Um, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, you can find me at Birth of a Bariatric Beast. It's kind of long, but that was the idea I came up with when I was about to have the surgery. I was like, I don't want to just have the bariatric surgery. I want to create a bariatric beast. So birth of a bariatric beast is on YouTube, which I have to get back on uploading videos, TikTok and Instagram. I'm on all three of those under birth of a bariatric beast. There's another newbie, newbie platform, TikTok. Never once been on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure anybody, anybody that's on TikTok wants to see some 58 year old guy who can't dance, dance. Yeah, so I don't think they want it. Nobody needs to see that especially after a meal or anything like that. No, you know, no. <laughs> you, you, you'd be surprised Out, outside of, I don't dance, but outside of dance, there's a lot of health and wellness pages on TikTok. 
Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm sure yeah. of it. You know, but I'm not the one. I don't look good in booty shorts. So, you know, <laughs> a different story for a different show. So <laughs> well, I, I won't bore anybody with that with that story. But uh, Aubrey, it's been incredible. It's been a great, great time getting to know you a little bit better. I mean, it feels like I've gotten to know you a lot better just in the last, you know, 40 minutes or so. Um, I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you sharing the story with everyone because I know it's going to resonate with a lot, a lot of people out there. I know it resonates with me. So I certainly appreciate you coming on. Hey, I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. It was a pleasure for sure. Well, folks, you know what to do. Subscribe, five-star review, share this podcast. You want to be the first to know when this episode drops and, and all the episodes drop, but especially this one as well. Folks, these are the kinds of people I want on my show to spread the message of generational health. It's not just about Aubrey. It's not just about me. It's about those that have come before us and those that are coming after us. You know, so spreading that message so we can continue, continue teaching people that generational health begins with you. Thanks so much for listening. I hope what you've heard on the show truly resonates with you. If you want to learn more about the health and fitness services I provide, including my new Fit Family Foundations membership program, head to my website, fernandezfit.com. If you're ready to connect with me about health and fitness coaching, shoot an email to ocmdfernandezfit at gmail.com or a text to 814 814- 504-7774. And of course, you can find me on social media, Victor Fernandez123 on Facebook, as well as Fernandez Fit LLC on both Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, always remember the foundation of your family's health begins with you.